The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Climbers, when you get to write with an artist, you know you need to bring your instrument, a notebook or laptop, and some ideas. But did you know that there's something else you need to bring to every artist co-write that can make a huge difference in your songwriting career? We're going to talk about that today on The Climb. Johnny, do your thing. Welcome to The Climb! show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. There's a mass movement going on. You are the movement, the indie artists. It will become a day very soon where collectively the money that the indie artists make in the music business outranks and is more than the money that all the major label artists make. It's happening. And there, with that comes a whole lot of power. And if you need it, if you want to wield some of that power like you deserve to wield, you're going to need some leverage. That's why we called it the CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That's Brent Baxter coming up with that. We call that a Baxter name. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter and my co-host. He's got cuts from song from artists like Alan Jackson, Lady A. God, uh, what, what? Who's the other one? Who's the heavy head Randy, Randy Travis. Sorry. Randy Travis. I mean, Joe Nichols. I, one, I brain farted. <laughs> and I uh, got a couple of number ones too. Uh, got got one last year in Southern Gospel. Got another one this year in Southern Gospel. Working on a couple more cuts coming up. The machine keeps uh-huh. going. What I love about Brent, though. In terms of why does this matter to you, he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and when you got your ducks in a row, he puts you in front of the pro. When you got your ducks in a row, put you in front of the pro, and then you get to make a relationship, hopefully get some cuts and, and climb that ladder. You can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, it's super easy, songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. <clears throat> They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Look, if you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. What's up? What's up? 
You got secrets you're going to reveal. Yes, your secret superpower you can bring into your next artist co-write. So I'm I'm excited about it. I'm not ready to reveal it just yet, but uh, you know I had a co-write. Uh, I guess at the time of this recording, it was just earlier this week or so, and uh, you know used the superpower and it worked out, and we feel good about the song. And it's like you know what. I need to I need to do a podcast about that. I hadn't quite talked about this probably directly as a podcast episode, but just want to reveal it and hopefully it can help some climbers out there next time they get a ride with an artist or really just any co-writer. So this isn't uh, like a song title challenge kind of superpower. No, this is one we don't know about. about bringing in the idea. Oh, uh, it doesn't oh, hurt. That's not this superpower. All right. I love it. Well, before we get to that, let's uh, give a shout out to American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network, of which we are a part of, we are proud to say. Mm -hmm. That's a 36-year-old brand name, y'all. These guys have been making the donuts for that long. And we are pleased as punch to be a part of it. There's 14 other shows on that podcast network. You need to check them out. They made it real easy for you. you can, by the way, you can find them at americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. If you don't know where that is, americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. But 14 shows is a lot. You don't have that much time. These people over at American Songwriter Magazine, they thought of everything. They said, we know these people are busy. These are artists writing songs. They're out there recording. They're out there hustling. They don't have time to go through all these. Let's do something. What are we? What are we? What if we did something easy for them? What if we said, yes, let's give them a tool that they can use where we'll tell them, here's the cool crap that happened this week. And that tool is called what? It is called the Suncast because it comes out on Sunday and it's the top five podcast. Suncast, S-U-N, cast. So like Sunday podcast. So what they do is the American Songwriter uh, Podcast Network, it curates the top five podcast episodes every week and delivers them right into your inbox every Sunday without fail. And so you can look that up and subscribe to it. It is a free subscription. It just says, hey, send me this email once a week on Sunday. And you can find that at americansongwriter.com forward slash suncast. Again, that's S-U-N as in Sunday and C-A-S-T as in podcast. And they'll hook you up. Awesome. So you got that going on. Join the Climb community on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Climb community. Got to ask to be let in, but don't worry. We let everybody in. We want to make you look over just a couple small rules, and that is we want to hear all about you. We want to know about your songs. We want to know about your gigs. We want to mm -hmm. know about your wins. Like what kind of, you know, did you get a hold? Did you get a cut? Did you get your song we listened to? We want to hear about all that because it's interesting to everybody. It really is, but you got to put it in the right place so we can find it. Don't spam it in the main feed. The main feed is only for stuff that is good for the whole community. If you got some news articles, if you got maybe a question, you put a question in the main feed. Hey, mm -hmm. this guy, what if I do this? What if I do that? And and make it happen that way. So so treat it with respect, and you will be treated with respect. Disrespect it. You will be disrespected in a kind, courteous, respectful manner. Respectful manner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about some wins. What we got going on there? That's we got some right. people making moves in this community right here. That's right. So every Wednesday in the Climb community, which you find at uh, Facebook.com/groups/the Climb community, 
Um, you can join that every Wednesday. We drop the new heights post, which we encourage you to drop your wins in the comments so people know where the party's at and where they can go to congratulate you and you can fly your flag and people go, ooh, I want to check out what so-and-so is doing. Maybe I want them to ride with me or whatever. It's all good stuff. So, all right, a couple things here. Taylor Sapp said, our label that was started in June of last year now has 33 releases and his label is musicforworldpeacerecords.com. So That's pretty he, he impressive. doing his own self. So she is, isn't Johnny she? says in a, on your isn't Taylor there, a girl? Holy wow, you've been busy. That Taylor is a gentleman. So it is. Yeah, yeah. Which Taylor am I thinking about? There's another Taylor. Uh, there's Taylor Hughes music. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Who has a song "Praying to the Whiskey" that's up for an yeah. international song of the year thing that we mentioned last episode. I was confusing the two Taylors. This is that's a different Taylor. That's right. Gotcha. So yes, sorry so Taylor Sapp. Sorry Taylor Hughes. Yep. So this Taylor started his own label and he's he's getting it done and putting records out there. So congratulations, Taylor. Uh, let's see here. Darren Wright says uh, this one. A famous supermodel uh, saw a post I made with a song I needed. Uh, let's see. A famous supermodel saw a post I made with a song I need a video on. She wants to be in that video. That will help get a plethora of views when it's done and on YouTube. So never hurts to have a supermodel in your video. So you're like, all right, you go, Cindy Crawford, you can be in my video if you want. I have this <laughs> right. idea of you looking naked in a bathtub singing the song. But I already did that with George Michael. George I, I, thought, oh, that's but, right. I thought it would be that's cool, though, to just bring, let's give it a shot. Just no. drink a Diet Pepsi or something and some cut-off shorts? Will that work? <laughs> I've done that, too. Well, it worked really well the first time. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just trying to yeah. If it works, look at it. you naked in a bathtub while you sing my song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, hi, honey. Thanks. No, we're just doing podcasts. No, it's fine. We're not really. Okay, honey. Okay, bye. See you. Anyway, uh, my wife was just imaginarily here. So, Anyway, so there's some of the new heights. So come on in, join the climate community. We would love to uh, celebrate your wins with you. People are making stuff happen, and and it's a good time. It's a good time. So, yep. Love it. So do that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast or follow it, depending on what platform you're on, but you don't want to miss an episode. And lastly, guys, we, we got a lot of followers, and we are very, very grateful. We do not take the time that you spend with us for granted in any way, shape, or form. Brent and I are working really, really hard to try to keep you interested, but that is, that's the reason. That's the reason why you're here, because you're interested. And that's if right. you're interested, somebody else is. Tell a friend about it. Tell another musician. Tell another songwriter. Tell another artist. Maybe cherry pick a, a specific episode. And man, you know, people who want to up their songwriting game, there's a million cherries you can pick off that tree to mm -hmm. say, hey, just check out this one episode and tell me if it doesn't move your needle. If they're an artist that's a little down on the whole situation, a little frustrated, trying to break through, feels like they're spinning their wheels, man. There's a boatload of even episodes that you can pick. A lot of cherries in that branch too. Here, mm -hmm. try, just listen to this and know that you're on the right track. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the gift of your artistic soul. I feel like we can be that. I don't know. <laughs> just encourage it. We're encouraging the artistic soul. That's a better way to put it. But, I hope so, yes. So make sure you do that, guys. And that's the best way you can help us help them, you know, help us help you help them. Right. That's what we want to do. That's so, right. All right. What the hell is this? What don't I know? Like, I thought I know everything about you, about what goes on, all your no, secrets, all is, your tricks. This is another secret superpower that I've heard about and just had a good experience, you know, uh, using it the other day. So what this was, um, I got to write with another pro songwriter and a young artist 
the other day. I think it was like earlier this week by the time we record this. Um, and so I can't, I did my usual prep. I came in, I had a few song ideas in my back pocket based around what I've heard of this artist's music. So, you know, they sent me some stuff. It's a young unsigned artist, but hoping to get the deal and doing that whole thing. So we ended up in the room together. So like, all right, send me some stuff, listen to the stuff, got a sense of the vibe. And so I said, okay, what, what ideas do I have? You know, that may fit this vibe, may be good for this artist. So I pulled some of those together and got my coffee, you know, so showed up on zoom, you know, with the other pro as well. And, uh, you know, the artist showed up and, and I talked to the pro a little bit, uh, beforehand and he didn't have any ideas for the artist. Cause he's like, well, it seemed like a very singer songwriter thing. And so he's probably going to want to, you know, something that like is his life kind of thing. I'm like, true. I just like to have the the safety net of some ideas, you know, sometimes that just gets a ball bouncing. So it starts a conversation anyway. So the artist came in, we chatted for a little bit and you know, where we're from, what kind of music he wants to do, all that kind of stuff. Uh, even ask him the Johnny question of like, well, if you could open for any artist, like who would it be meaning that their audience would like you? What? If they did that artist music, what would they, he's like, Oh, that's a good question. I, th- I hadn't thought about that. I'm like, well, you don't listen to the climb. Hmm. And, Anyway, so we talked about that, just trying to get a bead on this artist and kind of what lane they want to occupy, what's what's appropriate and tasteful for this for this artist. What can we write? Because we're, hey, you know what? If we got a baby artist in there, we might as well write for that artist. Yeah. Right? I'm not if I just want to write a song for Kenny Chesney, I don't need that artist in the room. Right. Right. I'll do that with the other rights. We're gonna write for you, try to get something that happens with you. And we got around like, hey, you got any song ideas? Well, nope. That artist did not have any song ideas. Uh, shocker. Not really. It's not really a shocker. A lot of times they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, so it just kind of weaved it back around into the conversation again. He'd mentioned that he, uh, his fiance, he'd said something about that. I was like, oh, so how long you been engaged? Oh, just like a month and a half. Oh, that's cool. You got a date set? Man, we're working on that. You know, we're just trying to figure out what we want to do about you know, if you do the church thing or honestly, we've been talking about going to uh, like getting married in my backyard and just doing that. We thought about doing that to save money and different stuff. I'm like, well, that's cool. And I was telling him the story about how Emily and I did a destination wedding. We went down to the, the beach and had family stay all in one house together. Then my soon to be brother-in-law, you know, we walked, he got ordained there because he was already ordained in like Missouri and stuff. And like he got ordained in Florida. So we could just walk out on the beach on Friday night, get hitched take off for the honeymoon. And so we're talking about that and just boom, you know, boom. it was great. Um, and it's like, yeah, you don't need to do the church thing. And anyway, just in the course of that conversation, you know, so I start, I'm like, Oh, backyard homie, let's pull on that thread a little bit. You know, here's something the artist is talking about. That's obviously relevant to their life right now. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Get married in the backyard. Well, let's pull on that thread a little bit. And we found the idea, <laughs> you know, and that was the idea of something the artist is going through in their, in his life right now about, yeah, maybe we don't we don't have to get married in a church or we can get married in a backyard. It doesn't really matter. You know, basically, as long as you're standing next to me, I'm good to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's like, oh, and she's a songwriter, too. Oh, well, let's build that idea of, you know, we both have dreams and build that in the second verse. And so what this power is, it's the power of patience. That's what this superpower is. Ah. Slow down. Not going, okay, you know, and I was kind of squeezed on time. Uh, we were supposed to start earlier in the morning. Artists couldn't start till 12. Well, then it turns out I had like 
internet people or somebody was supposed to be at the house at like two. And I had to go because I didn't, wasn't set up here yet. I had to go to my in-laws place to, you know, to do the zoom meeting because our internet sucks at the house or did at the time. And so it wasn't like, Hey, I got all day. We can take all day, but still we could walk in. I could be like, here's my idea. Oh, you don't have an idea. I got this idea, this idea, this idea. What do you want to roll with? Let's go, let's go, let's go. So we can get done and peace out. No, I'm going to, let's, let's chat for a little bit. Let's get to know each other and Mm -hmm. getting to know him, getting to know what was going on in his life. You know, it's always better to write something that's relevant to the artist, what they're going through. They're going to connect with it more. So as a result, we end up writing something much more real. We wrote something that the artist could connect to because it's going on. It's his life right now and something he's thinking about and having conversations about and making decisions about. We wrote something that, but what's fun is we wrote something I could connect to as well because Mm -hmm. I didn't get married in church. I got married barefoot on a beach. And so I'm like, yeah, I totally relate to it doesn't matter where we get hitched. As long as you're with me, I'm good to go. I can totally relate to that, right? And so, you know, and, and also it gave me an opportunity to share about my wedding and for me and that artist to connect on that kind of stuff, on that kind of level, on a personal level. I have nothing to do with music, just, you know, young kid and, and an older dude, you know, older than him dude anyway, talking about destination weddings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, we could have charged headlong into just writing some idea that I brought in. That could be a good idea and fit what he does as an artist. And we probably would have gotten a good song between me and the other pro in the room. We know how to write a song, you know, and this, this kid's talented too. And so the thing is, it probably would have ended up in the stack of just like good songs that mm-hmm. the artist probably has a bunch of those, right? It would go into that stack of here's good songs I've written with pro writers, or here's just good songs I've written. And, you know, how how far is that going to get us? Because I want to move the needle. I want to move the needle for him because I'm in the service business. And if I move the needle for him, it's going to move the needle for me, right? That's on the that's how it works. You move the needle for the artist, your needle gets moved with it. And so I didn't want to write just another good song that goes into a stack because I don't like those odds of mine being the one that <coughs> pops out. So we slowed down. We were patient to have that conversation, to connect and find something that, you know, I'm looking for the song in his life. What's going on right now? Oh, what about that? I think that's intriguing. Let's write about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's he's all up in it right now. And, you know, so instead of just writing a song, we started writing his story. But serving it up in a way that's applicable to a lot of people. We just wrote this love song, mid-tempo, by the way. It's not a sweet little ballad thing. It's a sweet mid-tempo. Mm-hmm. And because we know how to build it, right? We want to build it for this thing to actually work. Um, and it's his story. and has some meat on the bone. And it's a good, positive message. And you know what? You know he's going to play that for his fiance. Yep. And he's gonna, probably going to get a big old kiss out of it. I'm going to give him right? one of that. So <laughs> he's gonna get laid. So, uh, I don't need to know what goes on with them, but you know, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful sentiment about what they're going through right now. Like, how is she not gonna love that, right? And so mm-hmm. he's gonna get some positive reinforcement about that song, like immediately, right? How is that not winning for all? Yeah, of it it's also like a real world. It's real, right? So yeah. there are there. Are, this occurs to me. So this is I'm just gonna go totally 
commercial for a second yeah. and be the bastard wearing the hat, the, the, the green visor, the green counting visor, the money. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I, I have no idea, but there are how many, but there are a boatload of businesses in Nashville that orbit around one thing and one thing only the bachelorette party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, I could, I, cause I know I've been approached by several different ones. Like when, uh, Kelly and I had that studio on, uh, music row they because they always, dance? is that, no, they, they no, they didn't want me to dance. Well, okay. that was, that was in the nineties. That was different. <laughs> um, this is, this is, <laughs> this is this is in the 2010s <laughs> in the last 10 years uh but there was um you know they're they're looking for different things to put like these parties together uh this is a very much of a a big 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 industry okay mm-hmm. how many people are going through that exact situation yeah you know i went through this when i got married to my ex there was all kinds of crap going on and both families are great. There wasn't any like, you know, meanness or, <clears throat> or ugliness. So I, I don't want anybody to, to think that that's what I'm talking about. But, but, you know, we had one person, uh, one of her, her parents worked for the DNR, good guy, but he's a government worker his whole life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The mom, um, after they got divorced, married her high school, sweetheart, wonderful man, lawyer. They got money. She was a teacher. She was able just to rat hole all the money she made as a teacher during her entire career for one thing and one thing only, her daughter's wedding. Ooh, you know what I mean? No and so pressure. we have- Oh yeah, and we had politics going on. It was the mo. It was an unbelievably beautiful wedding. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they they killed it. They like I was just like so clever. She got on the cover of freaking wedding bridal magazine. I mean, it was a whole wow. deal. But um, at one point, all of a sudden, stuff starts to go sideways because now one of them's going, "Hey, you need to sort of match me dollar for dollar," and that was never going to happen. So I was using the threat of the beach. That the beach was a threat. like i'm like everybody's going to play in the sandbox or i'm gonna take this to a sandbox and that's where we're gonna get married there's only be six of us and this whole thing is going out the window because i'm not gonna have any discontent drama any drama no we are all gonna get along you know what i mean it's not drama yeah and it was nice and it was kind i said it with a smile on my face but man that stuff's real like which way you gonna go how you Mm -hmm. gonna do it because there's a because that's what they're thinking but i promise you there's outside forces that are also Mm -hmm. weighing in on what they want you know what i mean and so just the university what's the word i'm looking for universality like the 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 commonality of that story of people that are going through that Mm -hmm. you know how you have like really big wedding songs like when a thousand years came out it's like the number one wedding song now so like that that uh what's her face uh i can't remember her name who's saying that but she will be making money forever on that song because everybody wants to get married for that like this could be one of those kinds of things yeah it's it's you know it's it's about yeah we could go to vegas or we could get the biggest church in town or we just go in the backyard you know i'm I'm good with any of that as long as you're with me you know it's it's because it's funny because i told the story it's like i used to tell you know emily like i don't care where we get married as long as i'm invited i'm good yeah i just want to be there (laughs) As and I want to be, want I, I, I don't want to be in the audience. Yeah, exactly. As long as I'm, yeah, as long as I got a good seat. Um, <laughs> and so it was something that I think a lot of people can relate to. Plus it's kind of that, 
you know, I think a lot of people can just relate to that sentiment of, I just want you, whatever the rest is, is details. That's great. It'll be beautiful. Whatever we do, it'd be great. But 70 years from now, all that's going to matter is that we, is that we did this thing, you know, that we're yeah. together. Um, that's right. And so, and then I was thinking of like, my goodness, cause it's something real from his life. Like how could we video content challenge this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, of giving him like, this has given him like more of just instead of, Hey, here's a song I wrote. You might want to sing it. No for note, you know? Yeah. No, it's like, well, yeah, I was, I was engaged this time. Now I'm married and, and we were having this discussion and trying to make these decisions. And this is just how I felt about it. Here's a song. How is that not going to go over live? Right. So it's like setting up to when you could do interviews, you could do wedding footage. You can do the story behind the song, put that into an intro that you put on the stage. It's like, okay, this is giving him more than because we slowed down and we talked yeah. and found out something about Oh my gosh, yeah. oh, hold on, hold on. If you interviewed the parent, if there were outside forces, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's just put, put it in the story that I just told in the context of yeah, that because there's story, details yeah. there. <clears throat> interview the dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I just want to be there. I just want to see my daughter get married, but I, I didn't save up all that money like she did. I do all that. Yeah. And then from the mom. Well, I don't understand why he can't, you know, like, you know what I mean? Just get, like, yeah. they would be willing to do that. would be so real. Oh, that'd be great. Which and this so, one didn't sound like there was any drama at all like that. It was just like, what do we want to do? Do we want to spend that much money? Do we not? Do we want to, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it sounds like, but yeah, you just go into all that. There's so many things you could serve up and I need to follow up with that. Oh my God, my head's spinning right now. How about you interview yeah. a bunch of, you interview a bunch of, um, Couples who are just like spend the money, the big, it's always mm-hmm. the way to go. Like it's going to be so much fun. Like everybody's never, nobody's going to forget it, blah, blah, blah. And then juxtapose that every other one with, with the same amount of couples who are like totally not worth it. Put the money yeah. down on a house. Oh, like, you know, you know you what I mean? Get a bazillion stories of like, what's your wedding <laughs> story? What'd you do? What's your, you know, the best part of the event? What was the worst part of the, all this stuff, right? Unlimited content, but it comes from a real place and something he's really going through and can connect to. And how is that not serving up to win? Because it's not just another song that is well-written and hooky and a love song, you know, checks all the boxes, but this has that extra power of because we slowed down because he did not bring that idea in. This is, you know, just talking and so, chatting, uh, getting to know each other and pulling on that thread going, ah, I found an idea in here. Why don't we write? He's like, oh yeah. Boom. He's connected. He's in. Can we stop right there? Because I want to ask you some questions about this. Yes. So there's something else I see in this that, that, uh, uh involved in the patients. It goes right along with the patients. Mm-hmm. And that's ooh, my hands look 3d when I do this. this that's great. Cool. Yeah. That's why I like the camera. Do the- yeah. 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 I see that. Um, so, Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. There's a there's a skill set that you put to use here that was like an interview skill set, mm-hmm. where you ask him a question, you listen to what he said. It was a guy, right? It was yeah, a guy, guy, right? Yeah. Male, you listen to what he said, and then, um, and then you ask another question based on what he said. Yeah, and you just kept kind of dr- drilling down on that. Yeah, you said yeah. pull down on the thread. So that interview skill set is interesting too. Being able to have a modicum of interview skills like mm-hmm. Diane Sawyer or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. to be able to get them to talk, to be able to unravel that. I remember um, a story, this is loosely correlated, but uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, mm-hmm. remember those cats that famous producers from Minneapolis. Yeah. And uh, when they, I think they produced like the first big Janet Jackson record. Um, there was a couple ones that came before that I believe, or maybe one, but this is like the, this is a big, and maybe it was their first two. I don't, I don't speak intelligently on Janet Jackson, but it was the, it was the, the big one in the eighties, man. She mm-hmm. just had this huge, huge, huge record. Yeah, like and it was a nation. I think. Yeah. Rhythm nation. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really good. And I remember this story about she flew up to Minneapolis to kind of hang out and they were going to talk about what they were going to do for the record. And, you know, they were going to write it together and this whole thing. And, and she's like, you know, so then we went to this club and we saw this band and then we went out to dinner and then we went to this club and we saw this artist and then we went out to dinner and then we did this and then we did that. And after a whole week, I'm just like, Hey, when are we going to get to writing the album? You know, I feel like we're screwing off here. And all they've been doing was taking notes and just getting her to hang and they're yeah. like, oh, I, now we got to ride it, but we, we we got everything we need. You know, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what just happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and to be able to do that. And um, I mean, that is, for me, just as like a producer and and someone who's been able in, in the past to participate in uh, helping an artist realize something, mm-hmm. you know, tangible that comes that sometimes comes from when it comes from the heart. It's not exactly clear. They can't articulate it the right way. They can't communicate it right sometimes. Or they're they're trying to, and they're trying to, and just to be able to that connection mm-hmm. and that dynamic of being able to make that happen is like super exciting you know yeah. and that's great because they were patient you know you might feel like if i get in the room with whether it's a janet jackson level artist or this new artist that i want to impress like got to get in got to hit it got to let's if we aren't done with a three-minute masterpiece in the next four hours before they got to go man it's a wasted opportunity yeah and again if you're a good writer you can compose and craft this nice thing 
that maybe doesn't connect as deeply. And it goes in the stack of all the other nice, well-written things that they have. And I don't like those odds, right? Yep. And and so it reminds me of uh, Michael Farron. So he he told us this great story. It's in the songwriting pro member area. We did a know the pro with him. Michael Farron is a hit uh, Christian producer and songwriter. He also writes country. He's just, he's a good dude, great writer. And so he, he was telling this story on there and he's like, yeah. So he writes with like, I mean, he's had big, like Lauren Daigle hits and Mm. stuff. So he's legit like stuff all over CCM. That's top of the food chain in that world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so anyway, but he's a lot of time an artist to come in. And he's like, do you drink coffee? They're like, of, of course. We know the answer to that, yeah. But they're kind of coming and blowing and going. Artists are always, you know, busy. They're somewhere. They're late to somewhere. They always got stuff, right? They're always moving a thousand miles a minute, it seems like. It's like, you want coffee? Yeah. Well, come on. Let's go to the, the kitchen, whatever. And then he'll start making coffee. But he may do like a pour over or a French press, something that's going to take a while. Uh-huh. And so they're going, well, this is going to take a bit. Okay. And it's, yeah. We're just making coffee. We're making coffee yeah. together. And we're chatting, you know, slowing down. Yeah. And then just talking. And so he's slowing the artist down. And and he's getting them to talk. And, you know, then they start drinking their coffee. And, and he's just listening. And, he'll, and he's taking those mental notes, right, of what they're talking about, what's going on. And then he'll be like, hey, I got this little thing. And he'll basically sing some of their words back to him. It's like, ooh, what's that? It's like you just said said it. Something you're talking about, (laughs) you know? And and he he kills it. He's great. He's very talented, so he knows how to put a song together. But it's that extra bit of, you know, that uh, the soft skills, I guess. You know, if you consider the soft skills, the the know how to put a song together, know how to write a great melody, how to construct a lyric in a way that's commercially competitive – if you consider those the hard craft skills, this is the in the room magic, you know, soft skills that nobody teaches you that, you know, he probably just picked up along the way of slowing the artist down, getting them to talk and then joining the conversation that's already going on in their head, which is for marketers, you know, that's and the Holy grail, the Holy grail. You want to step in the and North like, oh my gosh, you're reading my yeah. mail. And that's what happens. What we want our songs to do is to join yeah. the conversation that's already going on in the listener's head for them to go, oh my gosh, Garth Brooks is reading my mail or whatever. Well, you know what? You want to do that for the artist as well. And that's and when you can get into the room with them, don't miss that opportunity. But there's a there's a dance to it of not just what's going on with you? What's going on with you? What's your deepest dark? What's making you cry lately? What you, you know, hey, that may work for you. I don't know. But if you can get into it, smoothly and be patient and just get them to relax a little bit and get to know you, get to know them. Um, then I think that that patience can lead to a connection and that connection can, you know, help lead to a song that has connection to the artist. And then hopefully that will connect, you know, the, the artist to the song and then the song to the fans. And so it's like a simple thing. So it's not, you know, nothing tricky, but there is an art to it of just like slowing down a little bit. Be patient. See what's yeah. going on with the artist and not plow them with your, your song idea. And that can be a little scary too because I had some backup ideas that I would have been uncomfortable writing, but pulling on threads, it's improv, man. We don't know where it's going to go. 
Yeah. So it's, yeah, it takes a little bit of, it it takes some confidence, confidence, or or maybe not necessarily, well, confidence is part of it, but like some faith that in yourself that you're going to, yeah, that you know, you're gonna room, you're, you're gonna, gonna find to that thread that you need to pull, right? That's gonna right. unravel the 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 sweater. I <clears throat> Kelly and I did that with an artist once. We did that with an artist, uh, Tanya Marie Harris. <clears throat> yeah, who cut one of your songs? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> was this is a situation where she came from Canada and had a very small amount of time to come in and record the song she wanted to record, mm-hmm. and. So first we had kind of had that conversation with her over the phone. A lot of that stuff had to happen over the phone of, hey, because she was, uh, you know, Canada's like a little bit behind, I think, sometimes on the trends when it, mm-hmm. uh, Canadian radio and therefore what the Canadian people are served up yeah. uh, compared to, you know, so at that point, uh, the angry ex-girlfriend Carrie Underwood thing was already passe mm-hmm. here in Nashville, but it was still real hot up in Canada. And that's what she was wanting to do because there were great songs and she dug it and, yeah. and she wanted something that impactful and she could sing the fire out of anything like that. And when we asked her, but she had just had a baby, she was married, happily married. And, and, you know, we're, while we were looking for songs to mm-hmm. cut, uh, because we really didn't have time to sort of develop her on the right thing, you know, she's like three shot max, and we're like, but do you do shots? Like, do you still do shots? Is that well? No. Oh, she's like, God, I never thought about it that way. I'm like, yeah, you know, are do you, is are you the angry ex girlfriend these days? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. as soon as we ask a question, all of a sudden it's just no. Like, oh my, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> you, you know, and we're like, calm down, calm down. We, we, yeah. we, you know, we haven't lost a man yet here. But, but this is the question we're asking. Like, I, we get why you like this, but this isn't who you are, is it? Right. And I don't know unless we ask the question. So then we kind of do, and then we came up with one pacifier, which was uh, your song, which, a woman which, scorned, a woman scorned, because it was third about- person. A woman scorned. It's not from the perspective of the woman scorned. So anyone can tell that story, right? That's right. So even though that's not her life and she can't, she's not in that place, it's still just an entertaining story. But on this note, like, so we had that song picked. That was our ace in the hole. We're definitely cutting that. And then we got another song that we had picked. I can't even remember what that song was because we didn't cut it. Because Mm -hmm. we talked her into coming down one day early. Um. And we put her with two writers and we told those writers, hey, we want you to write with her. We've got two songs picked, Downbeats tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're mm-hmm. going to cut them. We're good to go. But if you can beat it, we'll cut yours. Mm-hmm. And the and she, darn if she didn't write one, mm-hmm. okay, called Secondhand Dreams, which was all about her relationship with her dad. And it was this whole big, like, I mean, I just remember walking into the room after the write was done with her and the writer. I couldn't smack that smile off her face if I was the ugliest, meanest, brutalist (laughs) man on the planet. You know what I mean? She was like, just that experience right there, Mm -hmm. because that was her, you know, that was her story. And... And so then the writers did that, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have to do that either in that situation. We were kind of doing that from a production standpoint mm-hmm. and then handed it off to some writers that we trusted who delivered at a big time. And that song did really, really well up in Canada, put her on tour for two years. And nice. 
uh, on the strength of that. But that was it. And it was like her story, like what our fathers do for us, you know, secondhand dreams, like they're Mm -hmm. busting their butts to make sure that she could have this opportunity to just say, I'm going to sell my tea store, which is what she had in Toronto, take the cash and go down and record some songs because I always wanted to be a singer. I always wanted to be on tour. And she had a baby and she was like, I got to be able to tell my kid mm-hmm. to take some chances. And I, I can't look her in the eye and, and tell her that that's the right thing to do. And I didn't do it. So now I'm going to do it. Yeah. And she, she freaking did it that's cool. <laughs> just because she decided to, you know, but that was so great, man, because it was so her, like that's not a song that anybody else could sing. Yeah. Because hers, it hers. Yeah. That's, mm, that's, I love this. And yeah. It was a patience. It was a patience, right? Yeah. Patience on your part as producer and, and the other writers to go, okay, let's find something that she cares about. Not, not, well, we've got to cut tomorrow. So here's, here's these prepackaged things that you just, you know, help us finish up the bridge and put your name on it. Now that stuff works sometimes, right? That mm-hmm. can work sometimes. Um, and so I'm not saying only do, you know, never do that. I mean, we'll, we'll get, get the ball rolling. We'll bring in ideas and, you know, I've gotten cuts that way too, but it's also take time for that patience. Cause when you're building that relationship with the artist, that if nothing else, it may let you go, okay, don't bring up that idea. Don't bring up that idea, but this other one might be the right one. Maybe the patience yeah. leads to that. Maybe it's not, you know, here's what we've been talking about. Let's write about that, but may help you bring more appropriate ideas that you've already woodshedded. That could be one of those things. Just in our case, mm-hmm. it came from that conversation. And, and uh, you know, yeah, I was I was talking and I wasn't like grilling him, you know, but just having a conversation and, and trying to keep my antenna up for song ideas. What's, yeah. something, you know, emotional, what's something real that he's going through? Oh, there's a thing. What? If, let's go back to that fiance thing. What's going on there? Because odds are we're going to try to write some sort of love song. So he's he's engaged. There's stuff going on in his life in that area. Let's go digging for it. And at least two of the writers, the artist and you in that room, through that uh, effort of interviewing and mm-hmm. patience, were able to find some common ground. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you had something to say about that that was your life. Mm-hmm. That now you can inject that energy into the song. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a difference. Exactly. You know, it's going to come out. It's like, it's undeniable. Yeah. That's so, you know, if, if all that happens with that, which, you know, who knows about his career and what will happen or whatever, but it's the, you know, it's the, the taking the time, the effort. And so hopefully he had a good experience. Hopefully he's going to get that big old kiss on the cheek from his fiance, right? When he plays a four and he's like, boy, that worked out pretty well writing with those guys. Let's do that again. Right. More likely to come back mm-hmm. to the well uh, again, not just, um, you know, and it allows me to follow up like, hey, you decide on you're going to do the backyard. You're going to do the wedding or you're going to do the beach. You're going to do the the church or what are y'all doing? Gives me a, a reason to kind of follow up. Right. Because I'm getting mm-hmm. involved. Just a nice reason to follow up. And one thing about that song, too, is we don't pick a side on any of that. The whole thing is it doesn't matter to me. I'm good. Whatever you want. I'm good. <laughs> you know, so we don't pick yeah. sides on it either. But because uh, they're still figuring it out. Um, but, yeah, that's just what I want to share today is about. Slow down, make the coffee, have that chat. It, you know, and keep your antenna up for an idea that resonates, so you can join that conversation that's going on in that that artist head. And then, you know, the craft comes into how do we turn this into a commercially viable thing? Man, I wonder if there is a um, 
just from your sake, teaching sake on songwriters, like if there's some kind of a small or large manifesto on some different just interview tools, mm. you know, to help a writer go in and, and start asking those kinds of questions and then mm. knowing like what, when you're supposed to, oh, there it is. That's the, there's the diamond in the rough. Now yeah. we got to go drill down that vein and, 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 and try to pull some more, you know, stuff out. Right. Cause that's a, <clears throat> that is an, I mean, when you, it, it, the brilliance behind that is that you're, you're going to have like the, this writer with Tanya Marie Harris could have pulled out like just a knockdown drag out killer hook mm-hmm. and all that. And then it's going to be definitely subjective mm-hmm. uh, to us and to the artist over what beats what. Yeah. But he went for the jugular man yeah. and, and, and wrote it about her. And there was no question in my mind and there was no debate. That song beat it and we were going to record that song. But if had there been any kind of a debate from the production team, mm-hmm. the artist would have been like, hell no, nah, we're, we're recording this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> well, it, it's having that. Because they're so connection. invested in it. Well, and that was part of what kept me off uh, the Lady Annabellum record, I, I feel like, um, with a different song, a song called Last Night Last that I wrote with I wrote with Lady A. This is back while they were negotiating their deal with Capital. So they were unsigned, but they were, you know, working on it. And so I brought in this hook, Last Night Last, you know, can last night last. You know, it's these people that, you know, fall into each other's arms and they'd been friends and was like, wow, can last night last? Like, can this be a thing? And we wrote as a duet and Charles singing on it and Hillary and they're just, it's all great. And they're just into it, you know, and they're like, this is great. And um, sure enough, they cut it like for their first record. And it's like, a, you know, end up being a bonus track, like Europe, iTunes Europe and stuff. So you can find it some places, but um, for the, for the wreck and other people told me like, that is just an incredible song. That's just amazing. Um, and I felt really good about it. It's, I really dig it. And they sound great on it. The cut sounds great. So why didn't that occupy one of the ballad slots on the, on the project? Well, one of the songs that made on there was the first song that Charles and Dave and Hillary wrote together. It was a ballad, you know? Mm. And so there's so much emotional investment in that. Like this was a song that we, you know, the first one we wrote together and stuff might've helped them get their deal. Might've helped them get their deal. Um, You know, that sort of thing. Where there's like, oh, that's just hard to beat. Like, yeah, when the sentiment, the sentiment of it, it just the, you know, how they feel. They're warm fuzzies about this song. If it's close, they're going to go with the one that they're just more in love with yep. because the story behind it and their feelings and oh, the song. You know, that's one of our babies. It's you know, there's that stuff. That's okay. That song didn't didn't beat it out just on the merits of because last night last wasn't their story. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a heck of a song that we wrote the crap out of that I mm-hmm. think is really cool. I mean, I remember Hillary texted me from the studio when they're cutting and she's like magical and it is, it's a really good cut. Um, but they went for the one that they connected to them more emotionally because not even the song itself, but just the writing of it. And that was the first song together and that sort mm. of thing. Um, so whatever you can do to help that artist have a connection to that song gives you a better chance to win. Yeah. So, which I actually got two cuts on that project. Speaking of, uh, one was a woman scorned, which Tanya Marie Harris ended up cutting years later. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a 
first song I wrote with Hillary, I wrote with her and Casey Kessel and John Armstrong, and this predates Lady A. Um, we wrote it, we demoed it at Major Bob, and it was um, Hillary brought it into Lady Antebellum. They, she brought it into that, you know, that band, and so it was probably played at their very first show. Like it was from day one, it was part of their set because it's, you know, the song Johnny. It's mm-hmm. great energy. It allows Hillary to sing her butt off. Uh, yeah, it's entertaining. It's just a good moment in the show. So they play that for a long time in their show. They cut it on for that first record, and but it didn't make the record. And I was like, why did that not? They played it from their first show. It's a great live thing. And but then when the record came out, I understood why it was just more aggressive than Lady A was going. It didn't quite. Yeah, it wasn't quite in their lane. Uh, in the context not, of those other 12 songs, it, it, which one of these is not like the other? That, that was it. that one was just more of a Gretchen Wilson almost kind of, you know, jam yeah. than, than a Lady A. And it's like, okay, well, it just wasn't. Which, by the way, when way. did the Gretchen Wilson thing happen compared to when that first record came out? That might have had something to do with it. It, it might have. I, I can't remember. I mean, she was still out at the time. But, it, yeah, it just wasn't quite Lady A's lane, which mm-hmm. is, okay, I get that. That's it makes sense. I mean, we weren't aiming for Lady A at the time because Lady A didn't exist at the time. So, right. You know, it, it so there, there are a couple of different ways to lose out on <laughs> Lady Annabelle cut. One is, you know, you just get beat out by one. They just have more emotional attachment. To and the <laughs> Two other different one, ways to lose a Lady A cut. Um, but hey, that's funny. Um, but so a way to help get that emotional connection. So you land on the one is to, be patient, get to know the artist a little bit, try to write something that is joining the conversation that's already going on in their head or something that's already going on in their life. So got be it. Patient. Love it. Had a one. Yes. Love so, it. Love it. So what do you got hey, to give away? I got a little gift for y'all. Uh, it's at songwritingpro.com slash forward slash gift. So songwritingpro.com slash gift. Or if you just go to songwritingpro.com, you can see the gift there. Uh, always giving something away there. It may be changing soon. It's either, you know, like free video content, like value bombs from hit makers, like people that have worked with Lauren Daigle and Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton and all these people. You can go check that out. Uh, it might be an ebook. It might be various and sundry. So whenever you're listening to this in the future, it's going to be at songwritingpro.com slash gift. And it's, hey, it didn't cost anything. Just tell me where to send it. I send it on to you and hopefully help you out on your climb journey. That's what I got. There we go, guys. There we go. There we go. All right. That brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Make sure you join the Climb community. Subscribe or follow the podcast. Tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.